It's not confined to earnest, learned books and stuffy museums with ancient clanking central heating systems and attendants who all look like Derek Guiler. It's everywhere. It's around us and it's alive. We can actually reach out and touch it. Whenever I've been to the US, pitching up somewhere with an inquisitive expression and well-thumbed guidebook, a smiling, friendly person would skip out of the door flash me a wide and perfect American smile and say, OK, let me tell you a little about the history of this place. Then they'd pause, hold their hands up defensively, their palms facing me, as if I was about to wrestle them to the ground and bite off their nose and add, but hey, of course, we don't have history like you guys have history. Now, we can debate the millennia-spanning chronology of the Native American tribes until the steers come home, but you know what they mean. And they're right. We guys do have history, wheelbarrows full of the stuff, and, thankfully for the most part, people wrote it down. A great deal of it was biased, subjective, and often wildly inaccurate. But then cast your eye along the front pages of the national papers next time you're in the newsagents. Thankfully, too, for the most part, the material we have is often rollicking, gripping and hand-flying-to-mouth scurrilous, and by Jiminy, I love it. When I was at university, I shared a house for a while with a philosophy student. She was a bit bonkers at the best of times, but when she'd twirl her hair while Rosie, her pet rat, sat on top of her head and say, I think the reason I love philosophy so much is because, you know, it's just in everything. While I was trying to watch sports night, I'd have to restrain myself from calmly removing my shoe and taking Rosie out like a leather-uppered rodent exterminating William Tell. I'd gone to university to study Russian. Actually, no, I'd gone to university to meet girls and drink until I was sick, but officially I was there to do Russian. After a year or two of failed exams and missed classes, the university let it be known that they really didn't want me to study Russian anymore and I'd have to do something else if I wanted to retain my right to meet girls and drink until I was sick. I sat sullenly in a meeting as various departments tried to suggest ways of keeping me there, to each of which I shrugged and harumphed noncommittally. Eventually, the history department took me under their wing and my goodness am I ever grateful that they did. Because contrary to what my rat-loving housemate thought, it's history that's, you know, just in everything. Politics, sociology, philosophy, biology, anthropology, literature, language. You name it, history's got it. And those lovely, lovely people in the history department set me right back on the road to historical epiphany, even when I had yet to learn that girls rarely fancy someone mumbling insensibly with sick on their sleeve, who shares a house with a rat. Within weeks of beginning the new course, I'd remembered just how passionately I loved history and how convinced I was that it's the key to just about everything. Girls still didn't want to know, though. I've always been aghast when people in the course of a pub conversation have said, actually, I'm not all that interested in history, to be honest. To me, that's just like saying, actually, I'm not all that interested in absolutely anything in the world around me. I inhabit a vacuum, a sensually empty, silent, twilight world of nothingness in which I'm impervious to anything and anyone, to be honest. Right, my shout, same again. OK. 
I might be being a bit disingenuous. Of course, by not being all that interested in history, they most likely mean they're not that bothered about being able to rattle off the names of the Tudor monarchs in order, or nail the date of the Battle of Preston Pans, or praise the outcome of the Bretton Woods Conference, which is fair enough. But such textbook dryness is not what history's all about, any more than the fascinating, all-encompassing world of scientific discovery is encapsulated entirely within the periodic table. Sitting in the pub with the person not interested in history, I'm looking around, wondering about the people who have passed through over the years. The air raid warden, discussing events at the front with the soldier on leave. The students, excitedly debating the possible implications of the Bolshevik revolution. The blacksmith, staring wordlessly at his drink, worried for his livelihood owing to the relentless progress of industrialization. The collier.